longest day of the year, and you've got the A to Z show to guide you through it. The longest day of the year? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I was unaware of that yeah. once whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So it's the Equinox? Is that the one? That, okay. I believe so. Right? Hang on. We have a, a witch in our company. Babe, which which one is it? Is it the Solstice or the Equinox is the longest day? I thought the solstice was was with the was with the moon. Summer solstice sounds right, though. So. Mm-hmm. Does it? I don't know. I mean, you would know. Okay, yeah, fucking tomorrow. godless heathen. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we'll go with that then. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's the longest it's day of the solstice. year. Is it solstice? Fuck. I don't know what's officially called. I just. It's I, also tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but tonight will be the longest day, though. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, I don't know. My witchery does more with the moon than the sun, so I don't fuck her up. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, is, this is her weakest point. If you wanted to kill her, tonight would be the night. Well, she's more of a Wednesday Adams than she is a Mortish Adams, so. So Halloween lied to us. Yeah, but I fucking love that shit. I love my goth girls. That's my shit, dog. By the way, my DMs are open if any hot goth chicks want to send me some titty pics. Feel free. Okay. I, w- I will share that with Emma, though, because we can both be like, nice. Thanks for uh, joining back in, guys. We, we appreciate it. We got a freshly second vacationed Andrew yeah. today. I'm here for the long haul now. Yeah. Finally yeah. got in. You went to the same place twice for yeah. your vacation. I know. Was that on purpose or did it just kind of happen that no, way? No, it just kind of happened that way. Okay, fair. Yeah. Friends were like, oh, we should go here. I was like, okay, that sounds cool. I haven't been there in like 10 years. And then my family, like a week after that, it's like, oh, we're going to do our family vacation there. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, it's fucking Tennessee, man. The, yeah, I mean, it's, The Smoky Mountains are fucking beautiful. It really is. Yeah, there's, a reason, a great time. there's a reason there's so many songs written about that fucking area. Yeah. It's because it's fucking beautiful. And they also drink a lot of whiskey, which is pretty dope. It is. We it's stopped just, at like four different places on the bourbon trail on the way back. Hell yeah. Coming oh, through God. Kentucky. That's all I want to do is just do the bourbon trail. Mm-hmm. But like cut out all the walking if I can just get a lot of bourbon handed to me that would be pretty fucking sweet they do like bus tours of it now excellent that's all I need they just drive you from distillery to distillery or just put me in a fucking wheelchair like I'm the all father from Breacher just like bring me to the to the whiskey (laughs) (laughs) give me the bourbon luckily I'm not that fat yet I'm not I'm not B word fat you know what I'm talking about with that I do not you millennials where you're so fat that, like, when you say the letter B, you, you can hear the fat in your voice. You're like, I bought the buttered noodles. Mm. <laughs> Give me a bread dough and do not open the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Pat Oswalt bit. It's pretty funny. Okay. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for uh, joining in. Very happy to be back. I am, you should of be. course, your favorite failed comedian. Mm. I mean, there's who's a failed comedian that people like me better? Or that people like better than me. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Dane Cook still has some fans, I'm sure. Yeah, no, he is not a failed comedian. That guy made a shit ton of money. There is no such thing as failure for that. I mean, granted, he got fucked over by his brother. Yeah. Right? It, it was his brother that stole his identity or something like that? Something like that. Some relative. I'm not sure yeah. exactly. So, yeah, I'm definitely the six listeners' favorite failed comedian. All right. I'm All putting right. the failed on there because I am not the best comedian ever, for sure. Yet, no, no, I'm the worst comedian. There's still no time. I have ordered shots while on stage far too much to be a good comedian. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's in the past. You got time. No, nah, it'll still happen. I'll be you honest. can improve. 
Yeah, I'll. There's nowhere to go but up. I'm gonna jump back into it when I'm 60. Mm-hmm. Just come up with like a fucking oxygen tank and a fucking cane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just do Danny Carvey's character from whenever he was on SNL during the weekend update. When back in my day, we had nothing and we liked it. <laughs> <laughs> See, we both laughed there. That's good. That's gold. Uh, seriously, guys. Just wait like 30 more years. Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna be funny. Yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen for sure. You were just ahead of your time. That's what it was. That's that's the real problem. I'm yeah. too funny. Yeah. That's the real problem. People just didn't get it. This is the shit that I say to myself in the mirror when I wake up so I don't put the barrel in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's disturbing. Usually you go with the, the suicide by hanging. Now you're going with guns. Yeah, but I'm usually masturbating if I'm hanging myself. Mm, that's okay. not suicide. I'm just trying to get a good orgasm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to feel something. I did too much coke. All my uh, nerve endings are fried. Gotcha. Fucking Coca-Cola ruined me. Goddamn Georgia. It is Georgia, right? Atlanta's the world headquarters, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. No, but seriously, guys, thank you again for joining in. Yeah. This is a good time. Um, Because you're with America's Sweetheart. You are America's Sweetheart. That's Andrew. He's the best. He's probably the best guy that I know. Really? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know a lot of guys. I do. You've been around. What are you trying to say? No, I'm just saying. Are you calling me gay, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been good. We, uh, God, we've, we've had a lot since the last recording. Yeah. We had uh, we had some drinking involved. We, we went out a couple times. There was a parade in St. Louis. Hmm. And then, uh, I mean, just kind of. Like the Pride Parade, is that what it was? Because it's Pride Month? Not yet, because I think Pride is next week. Oh. I thought However, Pride was all month. There was kind of a cool thing that happened. I don't know if you guys were watching the news or not to see it, but um, the St. Louis Blues happened to win Lord, Sta- yeah. Lord Stanley's motherfucking cup. We got that fucking Stanley Cup. I have never been happier. I have nothing but positivity to throw towards everybody. I am so fucking happy about that, brother. That was such a good night, man. It was so surreal. It was amazing. Like, I didn't know how to react. Like, there are videos online of me reacting to it, and I don't even remember them. Because I was just, like, I was banging whiskey in because I was, like, just getting nervous and shit. Because mm-hmm. I, I started getting nervous around the second period because we were up by too much. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just, I've been shit on so many times before that I I, I, I know something shitty is going to happen. Like, ISIS is going to bomb this fucking uh, ice rink, or God himself will come down and decree the Blues are not allowed to win a cup. And then we shit in ISIS and flag, and then we spit in God's face, and we won that fucking Stanley Cup, and I have never been happier in my life. It is fucking beautiful. Like, fuck, man. It was so surreal. Like, it happened while I was on vacation, so I'm like, this has got to be, you know, something fake. I overslept or something. Or, uh, yeah, no, you like, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm in a strange surrounding. None of this is real. This yeah. isn't happening. No, you like feel like you're getting punked. Mm-hmm. You're like, there's no fucking way yeah. this is actually How happening, How did right? all of my Twitter followers <clears throat> happen to coincide to fool me with this? But right? They weren't. No, it was, it was such a fucking great game, too, because like, there was no asterisk on Game 7. That was just 100% manhandling, fucking just owning the mm-hmm. ice. Just, mm-hmm. no, this is me. This is what we're going to fucking do. And then fucking Lord Winnington himself came down from the heavens, blessed us with his grace, and then built a goddamn brick wall in front of that fucking goal. That was beautiful. He put on a fucking performance, brother. That was insane. I just, like, 
I don't even know how to think, like, how to feel about it. I mean, I'm I'm 27 years old. I've been a Blues fan for 26 years at this point because, <laughs> I mean, the first year doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> However, you Much can like f- a relationship. It's fine. True. I mean, I mean, you, you can find baby pictures of me at like two, where I'm wearing blues T-shirts. So I've, I've, I've always been there, and it's just like, we fucking finally got there, man. And it's just such a great, fucking story, even. Oh yeah. Like so many of them. Like, I almost cried. It was fucking beautiful. Like they just, I mean, to go from last place and like was it January 3rd or something like that we're like 32 out of 32 when it comes to teams in the NHL and then we win that fucking Stanley Cup just because fucking one Lord Bennington himself came down and just I mean that that motherfucker Jesus Christ and then Chief comes in there hmm. and he is just he's the exact coach that the fucking Blues need you know yeah. what I'm talking about oh, where yeah. it's like we've had some smart coaches Mm-hmm. For sure. We we've had guys who would like who know how the game works yep. and can like they, they draw implement up. a system. Yeah, yeah, they can draw up really good plays and make a system. However, we haven't had a fire starter in a while. And I think that's the kind of coach that that, that the Blues need. Mm-hmm. With with the way that this team works and the way that those boys play and the way the city is. What we need is a guy who's just going to be like Light that fire. Let's go to fucking work. Let's get blue collar and let's win a fucking hockey game. Yeah, and I mean, and that was pretty much his speech for Game Seven, where he was just like, "We're we're fucking here. We fucking deserve to be here. It's time to play a fucking game. Let's fucking go, Benny. You're up. Let's do this." <laughs> and it was just like that was his whole fucking speech, and then it's just like, "Yeah, I'll, I will run through a goddamn brick wall right fucking now." It's beautiful, man. It was just, and then like the fucking parade was awesome. All that shit fucking ruled, man. I just. I'm still kind of like floating on it. Yeah. I'm like kind of up there on the wave. I'm not even 100% sure if I've touched down yet. It's been a strange week <laughs> afterwards because it's like you feel like there should be like a hockey game you want to watch. Like They're playing playoff games for two months. You know? that, that is fair. <laughs> not, I don't know what to do with my time now. It's like, oh, well, I, I needed to plan around that. No, I don't have to. <laughs> Somebody had a fun meme for the, uh, it was in the St. Louis Blues subreddit, mm-hmm. where it was the picture of the Me Seeks, if you've watched uh, Rick and Morty, where I was like, it's talking about uh, Blues fans' playoff beards. It was like, we're not supposed to live this long. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, just fuck. Fuck, man. It's fucking beautiful. Also, might I just throw out a quick fuck you to every like New York Post writer who was talking shit on Brett Hall for being drunk? Mm-hmm. Eat my fucking balls. How's that sound, New York? Here's your headline. Zach Melcher says, eat my fucking taint, and I'll fucking meet you there, you little bitch. Goddamn fucking New York faggot. Like, it's fucking bullshit, man. It's fucked. You're starting to get a real East Coast rivalry here. It, it fucking pisses me off. And, like, and it's not just East, East Coast, because I was seeing people, like, from our town who were like, oh, it's so embarrassing how drunk he was. And I I'm like, what the fuck did you do when we won, man? Like... <laughs> This is what this fucking city has been about since it was fucking founded. There's a reason Anheuser-Busch is here. It's because we have been a beer-drinking city since, well, not the dawn of time, but, like, the Louisiana Purchase. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just, it's so fucking bull. It pissed me off so much. And I'm like, also, if you think Brett Hull looks drunk there, you should see him back when he was fucking playing in the 90s and he was crushing beers, like, at intermission. Yeah. Just to make sure he was still feeling good. Yeah, the amount he drank on the parade day was like a warm-up to him back then. Exactly. I mean, he had been drinking for 36 hours at that point, I assume. 
and I fucking love Brett Hull. Brett Hull is my goddamn spirit animal. That man is amazing. And anyone who's like, oh, it's so embarrassing that he was that drunk. And, like, why would you do that to the city? It's because this is what this fucking city is, man. We are fucking beer drinkers. Ask Pat Maroon. He'll tell you. <laughs> we know what we are. We're fucking beer drinkers. We're blue collar. We're fucking roll the sleeves up, get to fucking work. And when the work is done, let's crush a beer. That's how this fucking shit works. And that's why we won the goddamn Stanley Cup. Because we could have sat there on the East Coast and fucking whined and bitched and been like, oh, the, well, the refs are clearly a fucking bullshit. No, what, what do we do? Lace those fucking skates up, get one size bigger on the gloves so they can come off faster, and we went to fucking work, brother. We went and played some goddamn hockey. And I am so fucking happy. And I apologize again for anyone who's not into hockey listening to this podcast. This is like four episodes in a row now where I'm just yelling about <laughs> hockey. Sorry, guys. I love you. Thank you for the uh, patience. I will for at least the next four episodes, I will do my best to not bring up hockey. We'll see. I'm going to do my best okay. is what I said. I'm okay. not like promising anything, but I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, the St. Louis Blues is the fucking Stanley Cup champs. Lord Stanley is back home, and we are here, boys. This is where hockey should be played. Okay. Fuck Canada. Okay. St. Louis all day. I mean, I didn't, what I are you going to do? What's your fucking flag? A leaf? Ooh, be careful. We might dry up and blow away. Ooh. I actually kind of like Canada, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, rant over. Oh, okay. Apologize. I was ready for more. I was like, okay, I'm going to keep going. I mean, we got our names out. Yeah. Let's get the name of the podcast in. We did that. Did we get the A to Z show? Yeah, that's we where I started that? with. Okay, excellent. Oh, look look at you. Yeah. You were such an... Uh, I, and I had such a good opening, and then you called me out for being wrong. So. <laughs> in the uh, Alcoholics Anonymous group, you would be called an enabler, because mm-hmm. you're allowing me to, to drink this much. Okay. Um, I fucking missed you guys, man. How we doing? <clears throat> you talking to the listeners or both? Oh, okay. I'm doing both. They, they can't answer right now, but they can tweet at you. Yeah, they can tweet at me. I mean, I, I tweeted them earlier. We're yeah. good. Okay. We're, all, we're all hanging out. We're having a good time, brother. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what if I just use this octave for the rest of the podcast? I mean, levels are way down. I'd have to turn you up a little bit. I sound like Mr. Poopy Butthole from Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, what's gonna happen? I don't even know. <laughs> He was no. here the whole time. He was our friend. I'm really sorry you don't have any bad memories of me, Beth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about you, brother? What do you got to talk about? What do I have to talk about? Yeah, you got. Hmm. Not topics yet. Just okay. what's what's floating around in that fucking shaved ass head of yours? <laughs> no, that's part of it. Yeah, I've got my summer summer look going. Right on. Shave the head, trim the beard. Yeah, it's I nice and cool. I accidentally I sleep a lot better now. Excellent. I accidentally shaved my beard. Yeah, it looks weird. I didn't plan on shaving it. I was just trying to trim it. I mean, usually I try to support people when <clears> they <throat> try, you know, to grow a beard, but I, I can't support this right now. No, I mean nobody you're likes. A, you're at a very awkward stage. No one likes me clean shaven. It's yeah. just it's too weird. I'm too baby yeah. face it just doesn't work and it's not even completely clean but it still just looks <clears throat> unnatural like i don't i don't know this is like four days now i think yeah. at this point so i'm just shaking my head to the people out there 
Yeah. I, I, I really fucked up because it was like I got the uh, the trimmers out Saturday. I was just going to like kind of go down to my summer weight, mm-hmm. put a guard on the uh, uh, buzzer. Did a decent job. However, like on the underside of my chin, mm-hmm. wasn't very even. So when I woke up Sunday morning, I was Who really very, sees that? Nobody's that short. I saw it, and it was just irritating me. And then uh, I woke up Sunday morning after being very drunk Saturday, as you are aware. Well, a little bit, yeah. And then uh, I was like, oh, shit, I should just, like, even that out. Thinking that, like, and the razor's sitting there, like, by my uh, kitchen sink. And, I mean, it's early in the morning. I had just woken up. So I thought the guard was still on it. And I was like, oh, I should just even that up real quick. And, like, put put my chin up and just, like, no guard, just straight on buzzer, which is, I'm like, Fuck. And then Emma wakes up and she's mad that I fucked up my beard again. Mm-hmm. And so I just had to like take it all down to one length. That way it would match. So, uh. I'm proud of her for staying with you. Oh, she is not happy about it. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked she hasn't made me sleep, sleep on the couch yet, to be honest with you. Yeah. She thought about it the first night for sure. She was like looking at me like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> if your cat was more cuddly, she would be cuddling <clears throat> with the cat, but it. That's not a good idea either. So. I wish she would. Fucking cat would leave me alone. That would be awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I fucked up my beard. It's uh, it's growing back. I mean, we're at four days here. In two weeks, I'll look somewhat normal again. Okay. I haven't cut my uh, hair yet. I'm gonna probably keep letting that grow out just because. Kind of like my long hair for now. Are you? Yeah. Okay. But uh, never, yeah. Never tried that look. With the the long hair. Yeah. You gonna go for it? No, I don't think so. I don't think it would happen now. It's probably not a good idea. I mean, no offense, but that hairline is. Uh, yeah. What's what the word? What's nicer than receding? Mm, retreating. Retreating. You have a retreating hairline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're admitting defeat. They're going for a tactical <laughs> retreat. Yeah. They're going to realign. <laughs> Yeah. Come those, back stronger. All those hair follicles are moving back to your back to mm-hmm. make sure they have reinforcements. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there's a strong force gathering there, yes. Do you have a lot of back hair? Uh, not a whole lot, but it's, yeah, mostly on the shoulders. So. Right on. I honestly, I don't have a lot of body hair, surprisingly. It's very surprising. Yeah, like, I mean, I have, like, forearm hair, and my yeah. legs are pretty hairy, but, like, where a t-shirt would go, uh-huh. really not a lot of hair. Hmm. Huh. Nothing on my back, nothing on my shoulders. I've got, like, a little bit on my chest. Were you in, like, a, a fiery accident or something? No, I don't oh. know what it is. I think I'm just so sexy that my body hair just grows in exactly where it should be, and I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it. That's what women want. What do you think? I I know we have uh, a lot of topics to get we to. We have a lot should, of topics. Should we go topic time? We probably should soon, yeah. All right. You want to... Uh, Take our quick topic break, and then we'll do topic time? I think so. I think that would work pretty well, probably. Okay. Well, let's fucking do that, then. Yeah. I could, I could use a stretch. Excellent. Let's fucking You also need a new drink. That one's getting a little low. Yeah, yeah. I've been kind of nursing it a bit. Hoping is, it would last. Is that one of those Batman Forever cups that McDonald's was selling back in the 90s? Because it kind of looks like it. <laughs> no, these are the collectible Killians. Oh, okay. Right they they but, do every... Uh, March 17th every year. I do like Killians a lot. They're a pretty good beer. I prefer Guinness. Okay. I'm a Guinness fan. Yeah. However, Killian's is a pretty good beer. It's very tasty. The first time I ever had Killian's, it's kind of a sweet story, actually. I was like 14. And uh, me, my dad, and my little brother had gone to um, uh, Cedar Point in Ohio. Okay. 
the, where they had that like that big ass uh, amusement park. Oh, okay. And we had gone there, and my dad, um, like, never touched anything. He would have like every now and then on a weekend with me, my dad, my little brother. He would buy a six pack, and that would last him the weekend. He would have like two beers a night, maybe. Wow. Just because he was a truck driver, and he liked having just hanging out with with his kids. He didn't need beers. And so there was one time, like I said, I was like 14. We were at Cedar Point. He had bought a six-pack of Killian's Irish Red and then couldn't finish it because, again, he hadn't been drinking for, I mean, four or five years at this point. And so I got to drink uh, two of those with him while we were sitting there in the hotel room because my little brother had fallen asleep. So I actually, Killian's will always have a special place in my heart because that was the first beer that I drank with my dad was Killian's Irish Red. So. It's probably kind of a sweet story. Two of them at the age of 14 is probably a pretty good buzz, too. Not for me. Oh. I was getting fucking... I mean, my my grandma was giving me hot toddies at fucking 18 years old, or at fucking <laughs> 8 years old, just because I had, like, a cold, where it's just warmed up whiskey and tea. It's like, oh, you, you got a cold? Here, drink this. It'll make you feel better. Then you're asleep for six days, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, your fucking cold is gone because you've been in a coma for four days. <laughs> so, yeah, Killian's will always have a special place in my heart. Because my dad really did not drink until I turned 21, and then I had to talk him into going out drinking with me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you throw the brother at home, so. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we'll see, by the time I was 21, he was 16. And oh. I was still living at home, so he was just, he was our designated driver at all times. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we just make him drive us to the bars on Fridays. <laughs> That's still an inside joke for us, where it's, uh, yeah, let's just go out, we'll just have two beers, and we'll go home. Because mm-hmm. it's never, it has not once been two beers, and let's go home. It not has even been, once? Not one fucking time. We have said it every time, hmm. and then it's 2 a.m., and we're fucking trashed. It's like, let's go get some Taco Bell. <laughs> it was just Father's Day. I'm very sentimental right now. Okay. Leave me alone. Also, big shout-out to my little brother who just had his first Father's Day. Because he, he had a kid back in January, obviously. So this was his first Father's Day. So we uh, took him and my dad out for dinner on okay. Sunday. It's nice of you. Yeah, it's pretty nice. I mean, like, I'm the only one who doesn't have a kid, so I have disposable income. Mm. So I, I might as well take those two out to dinner every now and then. Because <laughs> I'll never have a kid. Fuck no. All the drugs and alcohol I've done in my life, like, yeah. the fucking... Yeah, you're probably pretty sterile. The fucking mutant spawn that, that, my, that my seed would fucking plant. It'd be like fucking Swamp Thing. It'd be, it'd be ridiculous. Oh, speaking of Swamp Thing, that reminds me. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you that I bought DC Universe? You mentioned it, yeah. Okay. Did I, did I mention it on the podcast? Not yet, no. Okay, I didn't think so. So, yeah, I bought uh, the DC Universe, the one-year uh, sub- subscription, oh. which is the it's the best way to do it. It's far Going cheaper. In, huh? yeah, yeah, well, I mean, why not? They got all the fucking comics that I like and all the cartoon shows that I like. Why would mm-hmm. I not fucking go all in on it? So, uh, yeah, I've been reading through the Alan Moore Swamp things every now and then. I've also mm-hmm. been doing the uh, – I've been reading Preacher – but that's not on the DCU, obviously. Yeah. I mean, but I have Kindle Unlimited for seven week or for seven days now oh. because I have Amazon Prime and I've never downloaded any of it, so I've been reading through that at work. Mm. Oh, they're gonna say you watch Titans. I haven't watched. No, I I was going to, but mm. then I know that we want to watch that together, so I haven't done mm. that yet. I was hoping I could get out of it. Maybe you just watch it on your own. Nope. If you, if you're gonna make me watch my favorite characters get butt fucked by mm. fucking lazy ass writers. You're going to sit there while I do it. All right. <laughs> do you see? <laughs> D- 
Dick Grayson not being Robin. Do you see? Batman murdering. Do you see? I hope and the... then you bite my lips off. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. And then I light I light you on fire and roll roll you down the street in a fucking wheelchair. I do have some big hills around here. So Hell yeah, we got so many fucking hills around here, dude. It's like fucking Hilltown, bro. Yeah. There's nothing better. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break and we'll get right into the topics, guys. What do you say? It'll be fun. All right, we've had our break. I think it's time for topics. Yeah, I think it's topic time. 100. percent So as usual, start off with something a little weird. I don't know if you saw this or not. Scientists have discovered a massive mystery blob inside of the moon. Hmm. Someone called the Green Lantern Corps. Hmm, I know. We fucking need him right now. In a report that sounds like it was ripped straight from a sci-fi movie, scientists have unexpectedly discovered a massive blob under the surface of the moon. Emphasis on massive. It's five times the size of the 75.91 mile wide Big Island of Hawaii. Okay. Five times the size of the biggest Hawaiian island. <laughs> And would weigh roughly 4.8 quintillion pounds on Earth. According to a study published by a group of scientists in Geophysical Research Letters, the subsurface mass was discovered on the dark side of the moon. Oh, shit. Pink Floyd warned us about this. I know. 100 mi- 180 miles beneath the surface of its largest crater called the South Pole Aitken Basin. While the scientists are not certain on what it is, their going theory is that it's the remains of metal-rich asteroid that struck the moon. Sunk beneath the surface four billion years ago when the moon was still cooling and solidified into one big mass. Show you one big mass. Ah. Effect. (laughs) The mass was detected by combining data from two different sources that showed a gravity anomaly above the area, indicating something really, really big was beneath the surface. (laughs) Oh my god, please, can we not start mining it? This is how 2001 A Space Odyssey starts. We're so fucked. Mm -hmm. We're going to find an obelisk, and it's just going to go from there. Yeah, either this will turn into Mass Effect, which would be awesome, or it's Mm going to turn into Aliens, which would not be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) No, not quite as much, yeah. If there's a Waitani Corporation, we want them nowhere near this. No, we do not allow them in. <laughs> but if, if there's a shepherd running around, grab him or her. Mm. How, uh, however you played the game. I, okay. I usually did a male shepherd myself because his name was Zachary Shepherd. I was playing RPGs, basically, is what I was doing. We got a few of those coming up. So Excellent. We're going to get through some uh, movie and TV <laughs> news first, though. So, yeah, we're all going to die from the giant mass in the moon. So. Yeah. I mean, it's Hopefully pretty it's soon. After I can at least play Cyberpunk and then also watch the Witcher series on Netflix. If, if okay. I can get both of those in. Both I'm of those fine. are within the year, so. Yeah. Mm. If I can get both of those in, the moon can eat us. That's fine. Okay. I just want to get both of those in. That's all I'm worried about. That's fair. <laughs> so first up, some movie news. Mm. They it's released cool. a trailer for the Doctor Sleep movie. Oh, there it goes. Okay. It looks good. Have you seen it yet? Um... I think I watched it once, but I don't remember it that well, to be honest. Okay. You want to watch it again real quick? Yeah, sure. pause it? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. All right. Yeah, no, that looks fucking amazing. Yeah. Holy shit, I cannot oh, yeah. wait. It's directed love... by Mike Flanagan, who yeah, did the yeah. Gerald's Game. And, oh, yeah, no, he's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Haunting a Hill House on Netflix. So. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's awesome. Then we got Ewan McGregor on there. And honestly, like, I wouldn't have thought of it beforehand, but mm-hmm. him as an old Danny... Pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. Like, the way he's playing it and everything looks fucking top-notch. Mm-hmm. No, that looks fucking amazing. 
So they did a little interview here from IGN with the director, Mike Flanagan, <clears throat> and uh, he officially announced it has been 40 years since the first movie. Right. He's actually blending the the movie with the books, so he's kind of merging the two worlds together. Excellent. And trying to please both parties, and it sounds like it's really working on both both right. fronts. So I know that's something that people always complained about that yeah. like the movie wasn't just like the books. Uh-huh. I I was not one of them to be honest with you. Granted, I was a little biased because I'm just such a fan of Kubrick. Yeah. I was like, I mean, he can he can make a fucking how to cook chicken video, and I would still watch it. <laughs> And I also love The Shining. I think it's a fantastic uh-huh. book. So I was, uh, I know Stephen King didn't like the original Shining. Yeah. Very but, much against it. But. I mean, I can understand kind of where he's coming from, but also, I mean, Kubrick knows how to make a movie where Stanley King, no, or Stephen King knows how to uh, write a book. Right. It was one of those things where it's uh-huh. like, yes, here's, here, here's the problem, Stephen. You put 4,000 words of backstory into every page. So either we make this a movie and make it make sense, mm-hmm. or Netflix didn't exist yet, so we couldn't make a series that was good. Right. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but no, this looks fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. And they say at the end of the article that it is a balance that has apparently been hit with both the Kubrick estate and King himself. Excellent. Flanagan has shared screenings of the finished films that went very well with both audiences. Ooh. So that's a good sign. No, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. So November 8th is when that comes out. Oh, we're going to go see that motherfucker. That oh, looks yeah. fucking good, man. Like, I know we say that a lot in the ring of running season, but like, we really need to go see this in oh, the theater. Yeah. Like, uh, this is a, this is a theater movie. 100%. Have we, I, I'm trying to look at the uh, topics here. Have we talked about the Dark Tower yet? Have you seen some of the uh, production stills coming out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, it does. I've got, I've got some hope again. Is that one I of the topics we're going to talk about? Do I need to be quiet until then no no it's fine we can go and bring it up now I didn't have a specific one Um, because I know like the big one that we talked about was that uh, Michael Rooker Mm -hmm. is involved in it now or he's most likely playing court it's a big rumor yeah nothing official yet and I think if he is playing court that's fucking fantastic oh yeah fucking casting but no that would like who better to train the world's most badass gunslinger and he just has that voice for it too Mm -hmm. and like basically all he has to do is put like 20 pounds of muscle on Mm -hmm. and he's there yeah you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that'll be so good! And like the production, like photos I've been seeing, because I uh, I'm on the Dark Tower subreddit. I'm like sub- subscribed to that, so I get a lot of those coming up. Yeah, the ones I've been seeing. Granted, I haven't seen anything about Jonas or anything, but I have seen a couple of the like the coffin hunters. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna call them no name actors because I'm sure they have a career. Yeah, I don't know them. Right. But some of the photos I've seen of the coffin hunters look fucking amazing. Yes, they do. Especially with like one of them, the one I saw where he has his gun, it's like jammed in the front of his belt, mm-hmm. and, and the and the, can, the handles missing yeah, off of it. The handles missing, the trigger guard's not there. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that little like that's those little bit of details that I want mm-hmm. from a fucking Dark Tower story. I am so fucking jacked for mm-hmm. that, brother. And you can see kind of the shops and the street behind him. Mm-hmm. Like it, yes, exactly. Yeah, that's my G. Thanks for sure. Or oh, Mejis, as no. you say, yeah. No, that looks so... Yeah, me- it's Mejis is how I always oh, say Oh, really? It, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mejis. But uh, Emma says it differently. Okay. Everybody does. Like it's... Emma also says uh, Roland's last name differently than me. Oh, really? Yeah. How do you say it? Deshane. Yep, that's how she says it. Really? Deshane is, is how I've always oh. read it in my mind. Because I feel like it gives it more weight. Okay. Roland Deshane. <laughs> so, I mean, I... I could be wrong. We're going to find out whenever that show finally gets dropped. Maybe. But, oh, my God, that'll be a fun fucking weekend for us, by the oh, way. Oh, God, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because Amazon does do full 
That one's right. Usually, Hulu's yeah. the only one that does week by week. I think Hulu's the only one that does week yeah. by week. Okay. I mean, if they do it week, week by week, fucking Game of Thrones is over anyway, so we might as well watch yeah. something together. <laughs> but, you know, this fucking Doctor Sleep trailer, that looks amazing. Oh, yeah. This Doctor Sleep trailer is the opposite of the Joker trailer from yep. uh, with fucking Walking Phoenix. <laughs> and the other cool thing I read, a lot of people were like, oh, he used the scenes from the original movie, you know, and that was really cool. Mm. He didn't. He recreated he just those re- things. He just reshot. See, yeah, th- that's what I figured he did because the the lighting and everything was different. Where mm-hmm. I'm like, they didn't have that yeah. kind of like yeah. technology. Yeah, board, that so didn't look like that. Yeah, I assumed it was just a uh, reshot, which yeah. is fucking even better. Oh yeah, honestly. Yeah, and, for like a two second flashback, he went to that much pain to yeah. recreate. Just like, no, make it look like that because I have a fucking story to tell. Yep. No, this looks fucking amazing. I can't oh, yeah. wait. And the book was good too. Like it's got good source material to base off of. So. Oh, I love Doctor Sleep. I, th- yeah. I think the ending to Doctor Sleep is one of the best endings Stephen King has ever written. Honestly, yeah, that's usually his, you know, weak point. Yeah, that's his weakest point is the endings. Everybody always bitches about the endings for Stephen mm-hmm. King. I mean, and to be fair, there have been several books he has written where the endings has been very light. Yeah. However, I was a fan of the ending of of, of the Dark Tower. A yeah. lot of oh, a, yeah. a lot of people weren't. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of liked. it I've myself. got a friend who stopped where he like recommends you can stop. Oh really? Before it goes into the and then never read the rest into of the it. time loop. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, he still knows nothing. Yeah, he he he, he stopped, stopped at the there. stopping point. Yeah. Good for him for his fucking. Yeah. Because uh, like, Stephen King like intersects himself yeah, in the yeah. story at that yeah. point. He's like, you know, if you want this happy ending, you can stop right he's here. Like, yeah. If you want a happy ending, just stop right here. I I'm begging you, do not read further than mm-hmm. this. And I mean, like, good for Tyler for yeah. having the fucking strength of will, because I did not. I wanted to read oh, yeah. every yeah. fucking page that was in that I book. I hesitated for about three seconds. And then <laughs> no, there was no hesitation. I, I hesitated from the time it took me to leaf through to the next page. I was just like, fucking keep reading to me, sir. Please. Must have more. And I love the ending, The Dark Tower. Like, it's the really, actual yeah. ending of it. I love it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've always said this anyway, where, like, the ending is not what the is not the important thing of a story. Right. It's the journey along with it, mm-hmm. where it's like you have to build those characters up. Where right. An ending can be soft if you've done character development and mm-hmm. it works with the characters. As long as it fits the theme, yeah. Exactly. It's very thematic. That's exactly. What it, mm-hmm. And I liked that. So yeah. I was never one who like got pissy about the endings of The Dark Tower because I always just enjoyed it from the beginning. However, that, that being said, I mean, and also it does technically end on a happy ending. He's back in the desert, but he he's has, got some advantages. He has the horn now. Yeah, he has the horn of Eld. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be my next tattoo, by the way. Nice. I'm gonna get the sign of Eld on my uh, left forearm. I cannot wait to do it. That's awesome. I'm really excited. But yeah, no, I mean, he's he's got the horn of Eld. He's finally learned, hopefully, what it is he needs to do. Yeah. You know, and he needs to go east where the gun the gunslingers are needed. Renounce the tower and fight for justice. No, Doctor Sleep looks fucking amazing though. I cannot oh, wait yeah. to watch this shit. And if there's some fucking Dark Tower references in there, I'm gonna fucking shit my pants and slap somebody <laughs> sitting next to me in the fucking movie theater. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see what that is? Yeah. Look at it. <laughs> Not so much actual movie news, but some theoretical news. I don't know if you saw any rumors about this. No. Uh, with the selling out of Fox to Disney, right. a lot of the Fox executives have been doing interviews, just spilling everything because who the fuck cares now? Yeah, because Disney's going to ruin everything. It's fine. Well, I mean, this was stuff that was planned whenever they were with Fox, so... Yeah, I'm sure it would have sucked, too. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound too (laughs) great, but, I mean, they could have had potential. They've done some good things with X-Men. Apparently not the new 
Dark Phoenix. I've heard that's pretty what bad I've heard things too. about yeah, that. I haven't heard anything. Unfortunately, I'll be honest with you, I'm so fucking lost when it comes to the X Men movie storylines. I yeah. don't even know where. We're, like, I, I, I'd have to start at like the original X Men by like Brian Singer to mm-hmm. know where the fuck we're at. Because like, <laughs> I remember Logan. Yeah. I liked that movie a lot. Oh yeah. And that's about the only movie that has like stuck <laughs> to me, except except for the line of, uh, you know, what happens to a frog when it's struck by lightning. <laughs> that's about it. That's yeah. all I remember. It's fucking terrible. Well, this was a report from one of the executives who still goes as a secret source. Good for him. Yeah. But apparently back in 2010, Fox was toying with the idea of making an X-Men versus Fantastic Four movie. Because hmm. those were the two properties that they had right. know, under Fox. Well, I mean, but in the comics, when was there an X-Men versus Fantastic Four storyline? Mm, I don't... Not... Not really anything. But I don't even really, really. I mean, granted, I haven't read a lot of Marvel, yeah. so I'm kind of talking out of my ass here. Well, they were saying they were considering a Civil War esque movie crossover. Okay. So during the Civil War, I think both teams split along the lines. Yeah. So like the Fantastic Four was like against themselves in the actual comic movie, but or the comic you know story, yeah, the but actual canon. Yeah. yeah. In the movie, they would have been X Men versus Fantastic Four. But it's like. You got the Fantastic Four, which is four people, mm. and then you have the X-Men, which is like 400 fucking people. So yeah. it's like, what kind of a fucking movie are you going to make there? Right, yeah. That would have been a little weird. But they said that the, the the original script, the battle was going to be ignited by Johnny Storm when he accidentally blew a hole in Manhattan after going supernova while trying to capture Molecule Man. Okay. Which would thus spark the Superhero Registration Act in response to the devastation. I I guess I get that, but I mean, pulling Molecule Man in there for a movie is pretty fucking deep cuts. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know a lot of people who would be like, oh my god, Molecule Man? That's fucking crazy. I mean, he would have been killed off in the very beginning. True, but still. Yeah. Again, what I said makes sense. But like, who is going to be like, there's going to be six people in every theater who's going to be like, oh my god, was that Molecule Man? That's (laughs) fucking nuts. At that point, the heroes would have then split into two sides and battled it out with the matchup of Wolverine fighting Mr. Fantastic, ending in shocking fashion. As the secret source tells it, the hero versus hero brawl would have ended with, quote, Reed Richards pinning Wolverine down, extending his hands until they're one molecule wide, and then using them as scissors to cut Wolverine's arms off. Okay, two things for that. One, uh, you'd have to cut fucking uh, adamantium so good luck with that as we've already you know discovered in the comics you can't do that mm-hmm. um, number two he would just grow them back anyway as we know mm-hmm. and number three if you're gonna go into the Mr. Fantastic like sw- like stretching down into the atomic level you have not set that up in any of the movies whatsoever so yeah. everyone except for the people who have read the comics are going to be so fucking confused as to what is happening yeah there's a reason this movie wasn't greenlit like you would have to have like a a jump cut to someone who's not in the fight who is just going to deliver exposition of like oh my god he's stretching to an atomic level he's able to go there like <laughs> kind of how the first ant-man movie went where they were like what that one point I mean, granted they did it better than that but mm. not by much. Let's be fair. I mean, and I like the Ant Man movies. They're fun, yeah. but uh, like we're just like he's in the the subatomic verse. Oh my god, that's too far. No one can understand what's happening. <laughs> like it, you would have to explain so much to have Mister Fantastic stretch to the atomic level yeah. to like sever atoms. No one's gonna get that except for the twelve comic book nerds who are watching this movie. So fuck. Yeah, I don't even know. So thankfully, instead of this, X-Men First Class happened instead. So we got a much better movie out of it. 
I think I liked First Class. I don't remember. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a very long time. Yeah. So. I think I liked it, though, when I watched it the first time. I just It's weird to think of the Fantastic Four versus the X-Men. It really is. Because I don't remember, remember them fighting that often in the comics anyway. Granted, mm. I haven't read a lot of Marvel, like yeah. I said. And then also, you have four people versus, I don't know, like a thousand that are in the X-Men. Yeah. Like, there's just a shit ton of fucking X-Men characters. Well, it kind of sounds like some of them might have split off and joined their side also. It's like, like you got the Fantastic Four and then one other person, the Silver Surfer, maybe, if they can <laughs> do him correctly, which they clearly can't. Yeah. I mean, he was canon in their movie universe. He was in the sequel, so. That <sighs> was so bad. Because I love the Silver Surfer. He was a cool fucking character. And yeah. they just kind of... He was basically the Martian Manhunter, which is cool. And mm-hmm. they, they turned him into the uh, nothing nothing hunter. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking movie was terrible. Yeah. Now this next one. I don't know if you saw this, but this is hilarious. So Gwyneth Paltrow had no clue that she was in Spider-Man Homecoming. Have no, you seen I, this clip? No. This is really fun. I'm going to play it for you. We'll pause okay. again real quick and then uh, right, jump back. Uh, is that gold or what? <laughs> oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. You don't even give a fuck what you're in, dude. No, she just makes that money. She's just cashing yeah. checks and snapping <laughs> necks, dog. Uh, that that was funny in Homecoming, the scene that they're talking about, the post-credit scene, where mm-hmm. like they're going to offer him to be the you know uh, an Avenger. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm just going to take care of uh, Bert. Brooklyn for now and like she has the whole fucking thing going on like where's the kid what happened like actually he made a really grown up choice I'm really proud of him right now like no this was not your job where is the kid (laughs) (laughs) yeah she she apparently thought that was an Avengers movie the entire time she had no idea that she was in Spider-Man of course she hasn't watched it why would she give a fuck yeah and I'm not not even like I'm not even talking shit on her right now no no of course it actually makes sense. Like I don't, I wouldn't expect it <laughs> anything I mean, more. This, there but. are videotapes of like my fucking uh, like uh, plays that I was in. I've never watched those. I don't like watching myself perform. I understand it makes sense, but it is kind of cute that she's mm-hmm. just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, I was in the Avengers, dog, not Spider Man. <laughs> now watching Far From Home, she's like a main character. <laughs> yeah, that'll be funny. I'm moving on to some. TV news. Mm. Start some some good news. Ooh. Netflix has renewed Love, Death, and Robots for a season two. Excellent. Love, Death, and Robots. I did not finish it. I'll be mm. honest with you. Okay. Me and Emma watched a decent amount of it though. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like so I, say, I, I also haven't seen all of them. I've seen maybe about half. I would say. That's my favorite thing is that like they have like different play orders just mm-hmm. randomly for yeah. whatever you chose, which is cool. But like, I mean, from what I watched. I adored, and I I love that they're getting a volume too. Just because it's, it's kind of the thing I've been talking about on this podcast for a while now, where it's mm-hmm. like it's letting creators create. Absolutely, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Where it's just like that's yeah. the thing too. Like they, they say, there's no you know time frame or anything yet, but they they've ordered more to be produced. So right on. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, no, I just. It was right up. It was right up my alley because it's it's something I've been talking about for a while now. Where it's like, let creators create. We have had enough of the fucking paint by numbers fucking story. We've se- we've we've seen it. Yeah. We we know what happens. Give us something fucking different. And, yeah. you, and I love that there's no constraints episode to episode. You exactly. Know, no, if you want like, yours to be eight minutes long, you got it. If you want yeah. one that's yeah, twenty two minutes, go for exactly, it. Exactly. Go for it. And like hell, even like the you tell your story. Like the screenshot of this video here is one of my favorite ones. Where like the three robots the three. are just like mm-hmm. in like investigating what Earth used to be, <laughs> and then like the cats 
apparently are running everything, and mm. it's fucking Cyril from Archer who voices the main cat. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. No, I just love it. Like, I just like creativity. I like, like uh, again, I like watching creators create. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, that's why I like movies. Oh yeah, and that's why this next topic you're gonna be a little disappointed by. Because oh, no. I was definitely sad. I don't even watched it yet, but there's a scene in uh, season three of Daredevil. Okay. Called the prison riot scene. It's like the most famous thing from the third season. It's yeah, like so I remember amazing. people talking about that. Yeah. Uh, and it's been announced that the epic fight scene is not eligible for an Emmy because it's too long. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, to be fair here, and I feel like I've been throwing this out for a while now. Mm. I don't give a fuck about Emmys. Yeah. For the most part, things that win Emmys, I don't like usually. That's fair. Emmys don't care about creativity. Emmys care about fucking jerking the dick of fucking Hollywood and mm. making it look like we're actually trying shit when really all we're doing is telling stories. Sadly, yeah. But yeah, this And was... like, I haven't even seen this fight scene, but I can guarantee oh. you the Emmys are fucking wrong. Yeah, fuck them. You, you're gonna love it, dude. Is it just one, like, straight scene too just like in the first season whenever he does the hallway fight yep complete one angle never cuts at all for 10 minutes as he fights his way out of a prison oh but it's 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 too long one take it's insane dude it's so insane i fucking fucking the emmys can suck my balls man it's fucking bullshit where it's like well it's too long so we can't have you in there the emmys and the oscar it's all bullshit it's just a bunch of fucking dudes that's the thing, dude. Like I was gonna point out, like it's not even gonna be on the show, you know. Exactly. This, yeah. is, this is for outstanding stunt coordination. That's yeah. The award they were going for. I mean, who's gonna win that? Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. It's just it's such bullshit, man. Because yeah. it's just like it's fucking. It's it's this snobbery that gets involved in like movies and TV show watching, where it's like, well, that's not upper class enough, sir. So <laughs> you should. You should enjoy this far more. It's like, no, go fuck yourself, bro. Like, it's just, it's the same reason that, like, action movies get snubbed all the time in the, in the Oscars. Because they're like, well, this wasn't about a sad fucking pregnant woman who got raped when she was six. So this isn't a good movie. It's like, no, it can still be a good movie and not have a fucking ridiculous fucking storyline that it needs to be. Like, Tarantino has been yelling about this for 20 fucking years. Yeah. And I'm taking up the horn as well. It's fucking bullshit. Movies are movies. In the end, what they are is fucking entertainment. Were you entertained? Were you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? <laughs> I'm sure that fucking won an Oscar. It did, actually. Yeah, yeah of course it did. <laughs> fucking bullshit. Some more TV news. We've mentioned it a few times before. But they did the Krypton series. Yeah, no, I saw that on the, the DC app that I have. Oh, okay, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen it. Like It's in, like, uh, advertised to okay. me. Because I've been watching Batman Beyond. I apparently, it's half decent. Right on. And they're going to be doing a Lobo spinoff of it. Ooh, I'm excited for that. Because they brought in Lobo. He's one of the characters in the show. Ooh, I do love Lobo. Yeah. Lobo's pretty fucking dope. You. Yeah, an early trailer for season two, which just premiered last week, I think, mm-hmm. showed that Lobo, Doomsday, and Brainiac are going to be in this season. Ooh. And then they just announced uh, a couple days ago that Lobo is going to get his own spinoff show. Well, that just makes me excited right there. Yeah. I fucking love Lobo. Lobo's like the DC version of Ghost Rider, but better. Okay. <laughs> like, he's still on the fucking motorcycle. He's got flames coming out. Mm-hmm. But he's literally just, like, there to drink whiskey and fucking uh, claim bounties. He's okay. a bad motherfucker. Fucking love Lobo. Is he a little sort of like Deadpool, too? It seems like he has kind of a mouth A little to bit, him. yeah. Just okay. a, I mean, a little bit. Oh, okay. 
Not a lot, but a little bit. However, I can see how if you're writing a show for him, you would kind of lean into that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they will, but I'm just uh, that's a few of the clips I've seen. He's kind of mm-hmm. got a few quips to him. I can see you like leaning in into that as a screenwriter, especially because you're picking a character who most people don't fucking know. Yeah, because I mean, his his last name is like basically unpronounceable. It's like Lobo, in <laughs> It's something fucking crazy because he's just like he's the fucking. He's the interstellar bounty hunter who just rides around in his fucking Harley and takes his fucking bounties out. So, I mean, I can see uh, leaning in to the fucking, like, almost making him Deadpool-ish. Yeah. That would make sense for a TV show. Okay. Especially for a character who nobody knows. Yeah. So. Now, that sounds awesome. I fucking love Lobo. He's also really good in, I think it's Injustice 2, he's a playable character. Yeah. Yeah, so. He's a lot of fun there, too. He's always smoking a cigar. He's got his fucking Harley. He's badass, dude. I figured you'd enjoy it. So the last bit of non-video game news I had was a comic article Ooh. that Batman villain The Phantasm Ooh. will make her DC Comics debut in 2020. Oh, shit. Finally becoming canon. Oh, thank God. And wasn't we, that canon beforehand? I thought Mask of the Phantasm had, canon. Had only been in the animated <clears> show. <throat> no shit. Well, I thought... I mean, a decent amount, a decent amount of the animated show... Was canon. Well, it had been translated into it. Oh, yeah. okay, that's fair. As I say, that's where fucking Harley Quinn came from. Right, and then they started writing her into the comics. True. But yeah, this will be the <clears> first <throat> appearance for Phantasm. The Phantasm coming back? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Tom King's writing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's spinning off. He's leaving the Batman series. And he's going to be starting a series of so Batman we, and Catwoman. So we couldn't find Paul Dini to write this? Like, who should be writing it right now? Probably not. Mm. Yeah. Bummer. Or Bruce Tam even? <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. It's cool. Cool. Pretty good teaser image there. No, I fucking love that image. And I mean, Bat- uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, I own that shit on VHS. Oh. When I was younger, back. I used to watch that about once a week. <laughs> Do you remember Phantasm's name? I don't. Andrea. Hmm. Her she, dad... She was like a former girlfriend or something. Yeah, she was... Uh, Bruce Wayne was in love with her. Her dad got killed by mobsters, and so she started, like, murdering mobsters. And then Batman didn't know that the... Phantasm was her until the very end of it where the Joker has the uh, like tomorrow world or future world whatever the fuck it is that's going on like Disneyland kind of thing mm. it's fucking fantastic though dude Batman Mask of the Phantasm it's also on DCU so check, check that shit out brother right. check it out it's so good and then uh, I have a whole nother uh, Chrome session here of, uh, <laughs> video game news because we just had the E3 video game conference. We did. It was big. There was a, a lot, lot of, of announcements. Shit. There was a lot of shit that was important. Only yeah. one of it was really important though, let's be honest. Here. Yeah, but we're going <clears> to <throat> ease into it with some uh, video game Bummer. news that I had seen while I was on vacation. <laughs> okay. I wanted you to kind of give your opinion on I know you're a big fan of Overwatch. I love Overwatch, yeah. And uh, this was just an opinion article, so nothing you know, fact-based or anything off of IGN right. from uh, Simon Cardi, but and their opinion article, they say, this is why they want an Overwatch story campaign more than they would want an Overwatch 2. Hmm. What, what are your thoughts on that? Is that something you would be interested in, or do I'm you want just more of the same? Because I don't know if you've... Uh, have you watched any of the shorts that Blizzard made for the, like, basically for the campaign of Overwatch? I have not, no. They've made... I mean, there's like eight or nine of them at this point. They're all on YouTube. You should check them out someday. Okay. They're really good. Where they kind of explain the backstory of each character and stuff like that and sort of give you like a little bit of lore like drops it's it's almost like reading comics okay you're kind of like getting little bits and it sort of goes there okay so this is how you know everybody's gay exactly okay yeah because no, pretty much everybody in overwatch is gay 
Um, I mean, I would rather just. I mean, I re- re- remember thinking this when I first got Overwatch. Like, oh, I wish there was like a story campaign, just because like the the uh, universe they build mm-hmm. for these characters and stuff is really fucking cool. And the um, all the shorts and everything, they're all on YouTube. They're all like you know, fifteen twenty minutes long. Okay. There's about like eight or nine of them at this point, and they build a really cool fucking storyline. And I kind of enjoy it almost because then, like, you get to sort of fill in the blanks yourself. It's almost like a fun Mad Libs thing. Okay. And uh, so I'm a little torn on it because, like, on one hand, I want another Overwatch because I love Overwatch. This is a fucking great team shooter. It's a lot mm. of fun. And then they also built a really lore-heavy, beautiful world. It, like, took time with every character to make sure that they fit and was, like cool and shit like that and like made sense and like actually had a flushed out background mm-hmm. it's 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 almost like playing D D when you have a dm who is far more interested in it than the rest of the party okay and so they're just building this like giant background fucking lore heavy story and then like some people are paying attention to it and like like i said it's it's all on youtube everybody go check them out they're fucking cool as shit I enjoy the fact that they're, like, sort of giving you, like, little bits and pieces and kind of, like, letting you fill in the blanks if you want to. And you Mm -hmm. can still kind of control or, like, still kind of have fun with the characters that you're playing and stuff like that. I would like a campaign, obviously, because, I mean, Blizzard's, they're fantastic storytellers. Why would I not want to see them (laughs) tell a story? That's ridiculous. That's like, oh, do I want to watch Michael Jordan slam dunk a ball? Yes, obviously I want to fucking watch that. Um... It would be really cool if Overwatch 2 had, like, a campaign mode that was mm-hmm. very short or something like that. It just had, like, a little bit of a story to tell. It kind of reminds me of uh, a game that I was obsessed with for a while. It still kind of am. Uh, For Honor. I don't know if you remember that game at all or not. A little bit, yeah. It's like but Vikings versus... It's Vikings versus Knights versus Samurais. Okay. And there's a whole story involved with it. The campaign is very short. However, the multiplayer is fantastic. This was a game that I pre-ordered spent i mean months playing i played online constantly it was my shit i love it so much Mm -hmm. and it kind of has that feeling to me where it's like there has been a story like a a framework of a story laid out however where you're going to have your most fun is playing online doing your multiplayer thing okay so i mean i'm a little torn on this opinion i can understand wanting to have a good like a like a nice campaign story. However, I would rather just have a really good Overwatch too, and then just have them still make shorts on YouTube. Because I'm fine with digging extra for a storyline as long as long as it's good. Okay. It, it wouldn't bother me. So yeah, have you played Overwatch at all? Or not really? No. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fun like team shooter. You get to just kind of pick your roles you like and stuff like that, and help the team out. I play a lot of Mercy. I play a lot of uh, Reinhardt. Don't play a lot of DPS because usually everybody else is grabbing that, so I'm trying to like make a tank or a healer yeah. to save everybody. But you know, it's cool. That makes sense. That's kinda how I am in Diablo. I go for the characters that do the, all the buffs and helping out the party rather than It's kinda how you are in D and D as well. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> Going cleric with the mm-hmm. campaign, so yeah, moving into official E three now. Ooh. Microsoft kicked off the week. Beginning of their conference. They had a uh, little Outer Worlds trailer. Yeah, I saw the trailer for this. It looks fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks really fun. Looks like a lot of fun. Coming out October 25th, so a little sooner than we thought. That's nice. True. 
And, uh, yeah, it looks like everything we were kind of wanting from it. A good follow-up from Obsidian. Oh, yeah, for sure. Obsidian, who made the best uh, Fallout game ever. Yeah. So. Which leads into the next article that I found. Oh. The Outer Worlds wants to win over the Fallout New Vegas fans. You already did. It's Obsidian. They're already yeah. winning me over. Yeah. Obsidian made two of my favorite games ever. Fallout New Vegas and Star Wars Nice Little Republic 2. Okay. So, Obsidian's number one in my book. I got, no, I got nothing. Well, not number one. Kojima Studios is probably number one in my studios. But, you know, still. They're all tied. It's fine. Mm. I, I love them all. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds awesome. Like, they go into a little detail from the demo that they saw behind the scenes. Mm. They got to play about 20 minutes of the game. It was really cool because they, they said that while their demo was very linear because the the path was kind of chosen for them, right. they could see where each choice that they made you know, or had the opportunity to make, would have branched off into a completely different story. Right on. Which is really, really cool. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, here we go. What's next? Uh, what is next? Oh, Cyberpunk 70, 2077. Oh, thank fucking Christ. Yeah. Can we please talk about this now? Jesus. We can. Way, way sooner than I thought. I didn't think we were going to get this to like two or three years down the road. This game was coming out the day before my birthday. That's insane, man. You know what's going to happen? What's that? For my birthday, for that weekend when everybody mm. else wants to hang out, yeah. Emma's going to go hang out with them. I will be gone. I will be in my fucking living room mm. playing this game for the whole fucking weekend. Yeah. I cannot wait for Cyberpunk. Every bit of this game I am so fucking excited for. I mean, it's just like, I mean, I love the Cyberpunk just story mm-hmm. i mean i really want to play the tabletop game actually yeah but i would love I, mean, I almost want to like read into it more so i can dm it so we can all kind of play it together that'd be neat yeah or you could do oh you, you should dm it i think you'd be a better dm than me do you or gm technically because yeah. it's cyberpunk i think you would be a better gm than me but i i mean i want to play it so fucking bad and i mean it's made by cd project red they made the witcher they made all the witcher games they're yeah. fucking amazing I've been excited for this game since it was released. And then for the fucking announcement trailer in, in E3, the god himself yes, sir. stepped down from his mountain and came down to bless us mortals with his presence. Mm-hmm. Keanu motherfucking Reeves is in Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. And not just like kind of in it. Apparently he's a very yeah. like main character. Yeah. And there's a possibility we can romance him. Oh. So I will, my, Zach, whoever the fuck last name they make you take, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 2077, might possibly be fucking Keanu Reeves, I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> and if not, I'll just name her Emma, make that character, then I'll make her fuck Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I'm going to get cucked by Keanu Reeves and Cyberpunk. It's going to be amazing. No, this game looks fucking amazing. Yes, it does. And then, like, I'm so excited for this game and I love the fact that it's coming out literally the day before my fucking birthday yep. that's my birthday gift to myself I'm gonna buy the fucking collector's edition I wanna make sure it shows up there on the 17th and then mm. none of you are allowed to talk to me for at least a week Yeah, I'm gonna take all so my vacation say days April of next year is when, yeah. yeah Emma can come in here she can podcast with you it's fine okay. it doesn't matter I will be busy <laughs> <laughs> no it just looks so good man it, like it looks like the way I've been seeing it described a lot is almost GTA meets RPG. Yeah. Where it's like, you even get like a background that you, you get to pick. So it's it's basically like building a tabletop character. Yeah. So you get to just live that character. 
And then also fucking Keanu Reeves is there. So it's everything you want and everything. Yeah. And it's fine. And literally like every choice will affect later on gameplay. Mm-hmm. No matter how small. Yeah. And that's just insane to me. Like the amount of programming that goes into that is just I mean, those are the guys so who fucking do it though, man. CD Projekt Red. They're yeah. insane. I mean, like they've even said that like you have the ability to play an entirely non-lethal camp- campaign. Yeah. You can kill no Not one. one Skip kill. every fucking boss fight. Do mm-hmm. all that shit. Never kill one person. Yeah. I mean, hell, they did that in The Witcher 2. Oh, Depending really? on the choices you make, you can actually talk yourself out of the last boss fight and not do the boss fight at all. Seriously? Yeah, you can just talk yourself out of it. Wow. And not have to deal with it at all. Like, these guys are fucking insane. And I just... I can't wait, man. I I want this fucking game so goddamn bad. (laughs) We had some other cool news. You just mentioned Borderlands. I was going to remind you that uh, until July 8th, there's a free DLC out that you can download. Mm. And it bridges the gap between Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3. Okay. And it raises the level cap up to level 80 for Borderlands 2 characters. Hell yeah. So yeah, they announced for the first month it'll be free. So everybody jump out there if you've got Borderlands, the Handsome Jack collection, or just uh, Borderlands Two. Get out there and I'm, download say, your I'm free sure DLC. That handsome, if you have a PlayStation, I'm pretty sure the Handsome Jack collection is the free game for this month. So yeah, yeah. jump on that motherfucker right yeah, now. So yeah, you get the free game and you can download the free DLC. Also. Exactly. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, Look how hot Lilith is. Oh yeah. That's my shit right there. <laughs> Big old hips and tattoos and red hair. <laughs> Make that girl pregnant. With your burp? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, whatever she wants. It's it's, it's her call. This is oh. a woman's world. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that was just a little PSA there for everybody. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to check it out. Yeah, grab that Borderlands, grab that free DLC, you guys, and get on that shit for sure. Don't miss out on it. Oh, I'm so ready for it. Uh, it's just like good news after good news is all it this, is. This game looks fucking fantastic, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. So this is more news on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which we've had articles on before you know, yeah single player no microtransactions just you going through a campaign exactly. you're a jedi just as badass as you can be it's what we want it really is where is he a jedi they haven't exactly said he's a jedi yet they well, said he's a force user so we will. don't know yeah which is kind of fun that's true and i mean yeah. who's not fucking ready for this also right. I, I i think uh the guys who made um yeah, no, it's re- it's respawn. It's the guys who made uh, Titanfall. Mm-hmm. They're involved with this, and Titanfall Two is honestly the best first person shooter to come out in the last six years. That's what I keep hearing. I hear that campaign is amazing. I I need, uh, I need to play it. through it. Yeah, you can borrow. Once you finish uh, Uncharted, I'll give you the Titanfall Two. You can play the uh, uh, camp campaign. The, the campaign is fucking beautiful, by the yeah. way. Almost brought a tear to my eye. Wow. I'm not even kidding you. The fucking story is amazing. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's respawn, and I mean, and of course they got that that wall writing in there because that's mm. what they do. Because fucking Titanfall mm. rules. This game looks fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Super stoked for it. Also, Beautiful. They had a fucking prequel meme involved in the uh, trailer for it, which mm. made me so fucking happy. Where they were like, "Well, we have the high ground. What are we worried about?" And I was just like, "Yes, <laughs> they get it." Yeah, but then I selected this article because this news is also amazing. It will have no load times at all. Gee, uh, how? As you go from planet to planet, you're going to jump inside your spaceship. Uh-huh. As you're walking through your spaceship, that's when it loads the next planet. No shit. Yeah. 
So you get inside of it. In real time, you'll seamlessly leave the planet, jump into hyperspace, and land at the next planet. And it happens relatively quickly, a lot faster than we even originally planned. How are they pulling this off, man? That's I know. It's insane. Please tell me this is just this is just teasing me up to Knights of the Re- Republic 3. Can mm. I please have Knights of the Republic 3? <laughs> I just want it so bad. Oh, that's amazing. No, Fallen Order looks fucking fantastic. It, it almost had kind of like, I mean, from from the trailer that I watched, mm. it almost had kind of a uh, God of War feel, okay, like the yeah. PlayStation 4 God of War. Yeah, a lot more platforming than I would have thought. True. Yeah. But yeah, no, it looks fucking amazing. I'm really fucking stoked for this game. Not as stoked as I am for Cyberpunk, but this looks pretty fucking yeah, good. Yeah, it'll be a good little, uh, you know, appetite, appetizer for you. Oh, no, of course. I mean, whenever I take a break from playing Cyberpunk, I'll probably play this game. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, you'll have it beat by then. This comes out in September. Yeah, but I'll be playing Cyberpunk like three or four times through to make yeah. sure I get all the <laughs> fucking endings. I gotta see everything. <laughs> I gotta see how many uh, scenes Keanu's in, because he's my hero. And then even more good news from the Square Enix conference. Oh, yeah. They're actually really doing it, the Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm like, I I don't know. I, I kept thinking this was just like a pipe dream. They just kept showing us little bits and pieces. But right. we actually have a release date for the first episode now. I'm very torn on this. Um, Final Fantasy VII, one yeah. of my favorite games of all time. <clears throat> I say, probably one of the earlier games you played, right? Like yeah. It came out when you were pretty young. Oh, yeah. And I've played through it probably three or four times. I actually still own it on the PlayStation 1. Okay. And I own it on the PlayStation 4. There was just like the, the uh, digital oh, yeah. copy yeah, of it. Yeah, the new. Yeah. yeah. And um, I mean, I own the PlayStation 1 version of this game. I watched the uh, fucking anime movie they made that was Ooh. after the Final Fantasy VII storyline. I'm sorry. Ad- Advent Children, <laughs> which was... It was okay. Okay. I've never heard anything good about it, so uh, I've never seen I fucking it. love Final Fantasy VII. I think it's fantastic. I am uh, a little torn, though. Me and Alex were talking about this earlier. Uh-huh. Um, it looks like they've changed the battle system as opposed to being just the turn-based Final Fantasy VII that we want. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more like a Final Fantasy XV kind of yeah. like You're controlling the action. thing. Mm-hmm. And that makes me sort of uh, sad. I know that nowadays nobody wants to buy a turn-based RPG. That's fine, whatever. Yeah. However, if you're going to make Final Fantasy VII, can I please have the turn-based RPG? Because that's what I like about the turn-based RPG. And I fucking think Final Fantasy VII is amazing. It's a very good game. It's so good, man. It's not my favorite Final Fantasy. Same but here. It's my yeah. second favorite Final Fantasy. Oh, yeah? I, I go three. I go, it's in my top three, but... It is oh, it's definitely it's my number two. Definitely. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Number eight is my favorite Final Fantasy. Same here. And I am the weird one because no one likes Final Fantasy Eight, but I think Final Fantasy Eight is fucking amazing because the storyline of Final Fantasy Eight is fucking mind blowing. Yeah, no, I've I've already heard about this. Yeah, yeah I know. Me Obviously. and Emma talked about this actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, the storyline in Final Fantasy Eight is fucking mind blowing, my dude. It is. It's fucking Kubrick style. You have no idea what the fuck is going on, and all the characters are so well written. That being said, Final Fantasy VII is number two, for sure. Yeah. And then probably ten. Ten's good. And then I'd probably put four. Thank you. Nice. Give me, give it up. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, man. Four is, four is my number two. Final Fantasy IV is fantastic. Oh, yeah. A lot of people go six. Everybody always says so. Six, six is, is I mean, six is good. It I would is. definitely put six in the top five, yeah. but 
I just four I mean, four is my shit, man. I loved it. I played that so much. That's eight, the one I played the most. Eight, seven, yeah. four, and ten, and then probably six. Yeah, because ten is really fucking good too. It is. Way. Yeah, and then uh, ooh, yeah. tactics was really good. That's what I've heard. I never tried that one. You know what else is really good? The remake of it, kind of the tactics advance they put oh, out really? on the. Uh, it was on the Game Boy Advance, and I owned that. I used to sit in my bed and fucking play that shit for hours. I love that shit. And then even better than Final Fantasy, that was a turn-based JRPG made by Square Enix. Legends of Dragoon. Oh, yeah. That is my shit. That was a great game. Own that on PlayStation 1, too. Yeah. Have the entire fucking, like, all the discs, got the uh, fucking game book, full case, never will sell that shit, ever, because it's my shit. Oh, yeah. It's so good. We need a sequel to that soon. Okay. Anyway. Final Fantasy VII rules. Yep. Kind of mad they're changing the uh, battle system. I'll get over it because I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy it. It doesn't fucking Absolutely, matter. Yeah. <clears throat> Only goes through the end of Midgar, which that's you know, whatever. You know? Yeah. They're saying they're dividing it up into episodes. So. Yeah, because they can make more money off of that. They can. Yeah. And it make... gives them more time to reanimate everything. Or whatever, Good. Maybe so. they'll re-choose how to do the fucking fight system. Get us back <laughs> to what we want. But then the next article I had is they're also remastering Final Fantasy VIII. So that's, that's, my favorite one. that's a day one purchase. I can't wait. Oh, fuck. I love Final Fantasy VIII so much. Yeah. You're the only other person I know who likes Final Fantasy VIII oh, the man. most. Yeah, Squall and Renoa, man. That's, Thank you. That's the love story right there, man. It's beautiful. It really and also, the fucking opening cinematic of that game, where like, where like the loading screen when it plays, mm-hmm. it's fucking beautiful how like Squall oh, yeah. gets his scar and shit like that. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I just... You were literally the only other person I know that likes Final That's Fantasy crazy. VIII the most. Everyone yeah. else I've said to them, they're like, I mean, eight's good, but it's yeah. not the best. I'm like, oh, I disagree. Sir. And this is wild, dude. Like, this is an opinion I haven't shared before. This is a, this is a new revelation. No, this is literally happening yeah, right this, now on yeah. this podcast. That's, that's pretty cool. Remember the first time I played Final Fantasy VIII, it was on a demo disc that I got from Pizza Hut when I was oh, like really? eight years old or oh, something man. like that. And I remember playing it, I was like, this is fucking amazing. And then I bought it for myself. Like, I cut grass for six months to <laughs> afford it. Wow. I love Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is my favorite. Lee, I mean, Leon in Kingdom Hearts, Squall in Final Fantasy VIII. One of my favorite characters of all time. It's the actual true Gunblade, which is the coolest fucking thing ever. Yes, How sir. fucking cool is that shit, man? Oh, man. The Gunblade's the shit. You feel like a badass every time. Oh, you just... He's... he's I still, to this day, I think half-cut jackets are the coolest fucking thing ever. <laughs> I wish I was skinny enough to wear them. Nice. I think they're coolest fucking shit ever. <laughs> No, I love Final Fantasy. I, oh, yeah. I, I, I will honestly buy this before I'll buy Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Honestly, uh, although to me, I've, I've already bet Final Fantasy VII. But it's still the best magic system they've had too. Yes, with the uh, the draw system. Yes. yes, exactly. It was fun because then you it got makes to, the most sense. Like it, yeah. that world makes complete sense. Yeah, and then you you get to set it to uh, fucking um, stats mm-hmm. for your character and stuff. Like you had to fucking think about shit to make it work. Oh yeah, it was very strategic, especially getting towards the end fights and stuff. Yeah, you like you had to like make sense of everything mm-hmm. that was also uh there's a one like early in the game like how you get the one uh the fucking demon summon for Renoa. oh fuck I forget, what, I forget what his name is but it's the easiest fight ever because all you have to do is throw a phoenix down on it and it mm-hmm. dies and uh, immediately yeah. it's like i think it's diablo is a summon for that one that's your gf your guardian force that's mm-hmm. how you get yeah. that one because that's how you get you get your gfs so you have to beat them in uh, combat, because you get like you start off with uh, Quetzalcoatl, mm-hmm. uh, Shiva, and yeah, Ifrit. Ifrit, yeah, and then you can get um, uh, the fucking demon one. God damn it! What was it called? 
I'm drawing a blank too. Hold on. Yeah, it's like demon or whatever the fuck it is. It's some kind of demon one. It's like darkness. Yeah. Because it's like you get a magic lamp in your inventory. And if you like, you hit like rub the lamp and you go into a fight. And all, all you have to do is throw a phoenix down at it. And it just immediately dies. And so yeah. you get that. And then you're power leveled for the next two discs. Mm-hmm. And you have nothing to worry about. My favorite was always Animus. Yes. Animus. Cool I love that one. I love Shiva. She was always fucking cool. Because you could fucking power level her like a motherfucker. You give her to Squall, and then he is unfucking stoppable. You just keep... Because I forget... it's. I think it's in the second disc. I forget what enemies you fight, but you can just draw uh, Blizzara forever. And then you set that to his stats, and his like strength and HP are connected to it. And he's just like fucking unkillable. Nice. And he's just like fucking will murder everything. Yeah, Final Fantasy VIII. That's my shit, dog. And you're the literally you're the only other person I've ever heard that's like say that. Like everybody else I talked to, like yeah, I liked Final Fantasy VIII, but like I don't think it's the best one. I'm like, did you not listen to the story that was happening? Right. It's literally it's so good that people aren't exactly sure if what happens in disc three and four actually it happens. Yeah. That's how fucking good the story is. Oh yeah, I fucking love uh, that's I I will buy this before I buy Final Fantasy VII. Probably. Honestly, it was one of the first times I cried in a video game. Oh, it's gorgeous! Whenever he gets attacked at the parade float with the ice bolt yes, through the chest, yes, like, I literally cried. I was like, oh, oh my god, so am good. I gonna lose this character? And you don't want it. You don't want it at all. Yeah. And fucking Zell. Ah, oh, good old Zell. Yeah. I like Zell a lot. He's your bro. Fuck yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. He just got his fists and he's just all badass as shit. Also, uh, Irving, Irving Valentine. It's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. That's I awesome. I hate so much. I'm so glad that you also like that. Yeah, that's I, crazy. See, that's what we have in common. That's really that's crazy. That's the kind of shit that we like, is stories <laughs> like that. Yeah. Speaking of some funness, Ooh. I also had to bring up the collection of mana is coming out. Oh. So, Secret of Mana was my shit back in the day. That's, yeah. that's one of the very first RPGs I played back on Super Nintendo. I played one of them. I forget which one it was. And man, it was <clears> so good. <throat> I really enjoyed it. But they're coming out with a... So the first one, they, they rebranded it Final Fantasy Adventure when they brought it to the States because mm-hmm. they were trying to capitalize on the Final Fantasy name. But it wasn't really a traditional RPG. It's like an action RPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Secret of Mana, it was the sequel to it. And it's awesome. Like, uh, my friend even had one of the multi-tab adapters. Right on. So you can actually play multiple people. Oh, no shit. So it's That's like awesome. a co-op RPG. Nice. And that just, like, blew our minds back in the day. We <laughs> spent hours and hours just playing it. <laughs> and then they're, in this collection, they're also going to include the third one that was never actually released here in the States. You can only play it in Japan. Or I I, new Japanese. I think I remember, like... It might have been Secret of Mana that I played, but I remember, like, Trials of Mana or something. There was, like, a remake of the PS2. Hmm. But I remember kind of playing. But it could I don't be. Know. Yeah, th- this is all coming out, and it's, it's going to be awesome. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. There's only uh, one other game we need remade, and I'll be so happy about this year. Shadow Hearts. Ooh. Shadow Hearts is my shit, dog. Did nice. you play Shadow Hearts? I did not. Oh, it was good. Oh, I'm aware of it, but did not ever have. Oh, it. so fucking good! The first one was fantastic. I actually didn't like the second one that much, but oh, the yeah. first one fucking blew my mind. I thought it was amazing. Nice. All right, go ahead. Uh, just a few other news. Uh, Baldur's Gate three got announced. Only a PC release for now. Oh, that's a bummer. But then they also announced that uh, the Dungeons and Dragons from Wizards of the Coast they're going to do a tabletop game Ooh. that will serve as a prequel series oh. set a hundred years before Baldur's Gate two. 
And it'll have a full level 1 through 13 campaign. That's it after Baldur's Gate 2. Mm. Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) 7 to 7 is getting too many. I I fucking love Baldur's Gate 2. Yeah. I mean, I know we talked about it last episode, but like, yeah, with the the shoddy boots and the shoddy axes. Mm -hmm. Fucking Baldur's Gate is awesome. I would love another top-down, like, dungeon crawler, like, grinding RPG. Absolutely. It would be beautiful to have. If they they have this one's like, a throwback, that would be amazing. Just just have the balls to do it. I know everybody wants to say, like, what's well, what people want to play nowadays. I'm like, people will fucking play it. I can guarantee that. Absolutely. And this one I kind of just threw in for you. Oh. Oh, oh. for the Switch. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're doing bringing The Witcher 3, the complete edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was revealed for the Switch. Coming out this year. And uh, it's going to have... 16 DLC packs included with it. Yeah. I did not the, know it had that much DLC. Oh, no. The, um... Uh, the original um, release of The Witcher 3, when it first came out, before the two main DLC packs were announced, uh-huh. they gave like 14 free DLC packs, which are like alternative uh, outfits. Uh, there's a couple different quests that you can have. Really? Uh, different. Um, it's alternative looks for some of the main characters. Uh, you get different outfits, you get different armors, you get some music and stuff like that, and it was all free. Like, they put 16 free DLCs out when they first dropped the game. Wow. And then there's two main story DLCs that you had to pay for, but I bought the Collector's Edition of Witcher 3, so it didn't matter. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's Heart of Stone and, um, oh, fuck, what is the other one? God damn it. Heart of Stone. Bl- Blood and Wine. Motherfucker. There we go. Heart What's of Stone. your two Stone favorite liquids. And Blood and Wine. True. But, uh, yeah, that was the two ones. But yeah, no, when they first dropped the game, they gave like 16 free DLCs that were different looks, different armor sets. There was a couple different quests you could play. Uh, there was different finishers, like different animation finishers for your fights and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I mean, like they dropped a shit ton of it. And then like for each DLC, they dro- it was only like $9 a piece or something like that, or $10, $10 a piece. And granted, I haven't gotten to either of them yet because I'm mm-hmm. still working my way through it. Apparently... Heart of Stone is literally a full game's worth of content Holy that they shit. gave you for $10. So, Wow. I mean, they gave it to me for free because yeah. I bought the collector's edition. So I got the D- like I got the all the DLCs. I got the soundtrack. I got uh, the collector's edition sleeve for the case. I didn't get the full-on edition where I, I didn't get the cool pendant and everything else like that. But mm-hmm. I'm going to get that tattooed on me anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. But still. But yeah, The Witcher 3, coming to the Switch. So it'll be The Switcher yeah. 3. Oh, oh. You can play it anywhere you want. Beautiful. It's you all can take it. it with you. That's what I'll do while we're podcasting. For now on, I'll just play <laughs> The Witcher on <laughs> <I> Switch. <laughs> then the last news was uh, another little bit of to my early days of gaming. Right on. Um, this, this just sounds awesome. So... There's a company that got the license. They're going to remake arcade cabinets for the X-Men and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade oh, games. Fuck yeah. Full four player. Only 300 bucks. Like, I I really might be buying these. You want to go half in on it? Because I kind of <sighs> want one too, I'll be honest with you. That's going to be insane, man. Like, that would be so fun. You want to go Haskies on it? We'll just buy it. I, I love this. I used to put a lot of quarters in that fucking X-Men one. <laughs> I did too, man. I'll be honest with you. Oh, yeah. Every same, arcade, I'd find it in. Same thing for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're both just such fun. We should, we'll flip a coin for which one we're going to buy. Okay. Then we'll go Haskies on it. I like it. And we'll just put it down here in the basement. Does that sound good? Oh, man. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. I remember me and my cousin Roger 
realizing that the X-Men video game for the Super Nintendo was the exact same thing as the table, like, uh, as the cabinet version, mm-hmm. and renting that at Blockbuster, and that was our entire weekend, was just playing that game. Yeah, just over and over. Ah, oh, so good, though. Oh, yeah. That's not even that expensive. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's why I was like, that's that's pretty reasonable, actually, for a full arcade cabinet. Oh, fuck like, yeah. Yeah, I'm totally down. Yeah, I think we should either, we'll either flip a coin... Or we'll, we'll put a poll out and let the fans decide which one we, that we buy. Okay. But I think we should go half-ski on one of these fucking cabinets and get one. I like it. It'd be fucking dope. Let's let's do that. All right. Well, that was all the news I had for the week. I think it's everything. I think it's a pretty yeah. full episode. It definitely is. Yeah. yeah. I'm fairly drunk. We talked yeah. about our favorite Final Fantasy games. I'm a little tipsy, too. I was misreading articles also, so. I got to talk about The Witcher. I got to talk yeah. about Cyberpunk. Yeah. I got to talk about Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Speaking of Keanu, me and Emma watched uh, Always Be My my uh, Maybe. Oh, yeah? Way. That Maybe. Netflix rom-com thing? Yeah. Have you watched it yet? No, I didn't know it was out yet. It is fucking adorable. I remember you guys watching the trailer when we played D&D a yeah. couple weeks ago. No, me and Emma watched the whole thing. Okay. It is fucking adorable. Really? I loved it. Okay. I thought it was fantastic. Huh. Like, I love that movie. I think you would like it, too. Right. It's really well shot. Yeah. The, the soundtrack's fantastic. The writing... The dialogue in that movie is written so fucking well. Where okay. it's, like, it's still funny and kind of spot on, but it mm. feels natural. It's not like they're just like shoehorning jokes into like dialogue. It all feels kind of natural and going with it. Okay. It's believable relationships. Yes, exactly. And it's okay. also fucking adorable. It is one of the cutest movies I've ever seen. Okay. Because that's what really draws me out of rom-coms. It's like, okay, they would never act like that. That's not a believable relationship. Yeah. No, this one is super believable. Because they're, okay. like, they're, they're best friends from the start. And then like they bang whenever he's super young. He's like 18. And they're both getting ready to go to college. Okay. And then they have the awkward moment. Like literally the next scene is they have an awkward moment at Burger King as they're trying to like order food. And then they, they don't see each other for 30 years, and they meet each other again. And it's all like it's all that kind of shit where like they're kind of ribbing each other and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It's fucking awesome. Okay. It's a great movie. It's beautiful. It's really fucking cute, man. It's all a right. lot of fun. I actually liked it. I don't, I'm not a big fan of rom-coms. Yeah. Like, I, I like, like, uh, I like The Wedding Singer. I like um, Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. I think that was a pretty funny movie. Yeah, that was a good one. I don't like a lot of rom-coms, but I would put Always Be My Maybe up there. Okay. It's fucking fun, man. It's good. If if, if you got a like a couple hours to kill or like an afternoon to kill on the weekend or something like mm-hmm. that, watch it. I think you're going to fucking like it. Okay. I'll be shocked if you don't. If you don't like it, I will buy you dinner. How's that sound? I like it. Fair? That's fair enough bet for me, yeah. Excellent. All right. All right, then. So... I think that's it. I think we I think it. so. You want to lead us on out of here? I think we hit every... Questions. What's up? Questions. Oh, do we actually get questions? Oh. Well, get over I, here, question master. I tweeted out about it. The The question mistress has entered. Well, not yet. It's not even worth it for me to come over here. Get over here and read the fucking question. You did question, anyway, right? though. Read it into the microphone, please. I hate you chasing me with the mic. It's terrifying. Read the question. Okay, so we got one question from the tweet today. This comes from Brent Smith. Thank you, Brent. God love him. He'll create content for us. Uh, His question is, what's your favorite smell? Mm. You want to go first? Did you say, yeah, I want to go first? I said, no, I asked you, do you want to go first? Okay, I couldn't quite hear. 
I, I can. I, I always I have one ready for it, yes. Go for it. So, I mean, based on my size and stature, you wouldn't be too surprised at this. It's food-related, and it's it's got to be my mom's mac and cheese. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, just brings me right back to my childhood every time. I love it. Nice. I think mine's uh, napalm. Mm. Smells like victory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard that before somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite smell. Yeah. Um, I like... Um, you should probably say it's Emma in the morning, and that would kind of, you know... Emma in the morning, 97FM. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that would kind of you know alleviate your beard shaving thing. I like uh, score some points. I like uh, hardwood smells, cedar, pine, things like that. Really, I like whiskey. Mm, that's a good one, yeah. If there's a way to mix both of those, like I said, we did the bourbon trail. That was a big part of bourbon True. drinking. Is this is the smelling? I didn't oh, yeah. know that before. Yeah, that's why you got to drink it from from the snifter. That mm-hmm. way, as yeah. you sip, you get it in your nose. They you have their the own full. special glasses, the Glen Karen glass. Yep. I bought yeah. a few of them because you can kind of swirl yeah. it and smell. It hits your whole palate that way. Yeah. I said you can you can get more flavor from it from the smell than you can the taste. Unless they're like cordite. I don't know what that is. Gunpowder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's very gunslinger of you. The blood of the innocent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do I like the smell of? Pussy. <laughs> well, that's a good one, yeah. My favorite smell, though, man. That's hard to, like, I don't know if I have a favorite smell. I do like, I like the idea, mm-hmm. I don't know if this has been invented yet, but I want a candle that is... A mixture of hardwood resin, whiskey, and cigar smoke. Ooh, cigars are a good one, too. Mm-hmm. I do love the smell of a good cigar. That's a great question, Brent, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it really was. really good. And let me go ahead and show, shout out for him. Uh, he just recently resurrected his own podcast that he's been doing with his buddy JP. No shit. Yeah, they, they took a hiatus for about a year or so, but they're back with the Fave Five. So everybody, check out the Fave Five podcast. Yeah, follow that. We should get a uh, episode together here soon. We should do like double episodes. That'd be like cool. That. Okay, so uh, what is it? It's the Fave Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone, get out there, subscribe to the Fave Five podcast. That just let me just search it on whatever your mm-hmm. favorite casting of pods oh. apps. Yep, yep. Is. they're doing a uh, anchor also, so it'll publish to everything we published. Too. Excellent, excellent. What's up, babe? What were you gonna say? I said I'll link it. Okay. okay good. Yeah. yeah, we'll throw that in the links for this episode. Make sure to subscribe to that podcast, guys. Mm-hmm. That is fucking awesome. Congrats, Brent. Thank you again for the uh, content. Yeah. We always appreciate it. And um, yeah, I think we're ready to go, right? I think so. We'll call it a night. Sure. Well, guys, we hope you had fun because I know I did. I actually did too. Excellent. Yeah. Well, yeah, you finally <laughs> so get a drink. You're on fucking call every three fucking weeks. <laughs> um. No, but seriously, sorry for the uh, little bit of a break there. You know, we had some crazy shit going on, and then Varva was on vacation. Uh, As always, you guys are fucking beautiful. We love you so much. As always, guys, uh, you are amazing. We love you. Um, Please send questions, comments, concerns, um, favorite recipes, anything like that. Send that to Twitter, at the A2Z show on Twitter. That is the number two, of course. A number two Z. You can also uh, follow both of us on Twitter. America's Sweetheart is at ACV. Mm, that's close. At Big Guy ACV. <laughs> that's Sorry. me. This has been a while, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it. Okay. America's Sweetheart is at Big Guy ACV on the Twitters. Yeah. And I am uh, 
at Melch Knows Best. That's M-E-L-C-H Knows Best. That's Knows with a K. It's, uh, again, like I said, questions, comments, concerns, recipes, um, manifestos, whatever you feel like sending. Yeah. Feel God's free. titties. God's titties. Some of God's tears. Um, <laughs> you can also, if you don't want to be associated with us on Twitter, which I understand, mm. uh, we also have a Gmail account. Which is uh, <laughs> a two z show dot ask at gmail dot com. Oh God, he got it was first right? take. Oh my God, thank Christ, I was terrified. Oh. So yeah, send that in if you want to. Uh, we have the magic of editing on our side, Emma. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that one. I was a deer to headlines mm. for about half a second. Yeah. I will. Uh, I will admit that. <clears throat> You're and always a deer to me. Oh, thank you, Bubba. But yeah, send uh, you can send shit to the email there if you don't want to be associated with us on Twitter, which mm-hmm. again, totally justifiable. Other than that, I guess just uh, keep that head down, keep swinging, and let's get through this fucking life. What do you guys say? Go out there and love each other. Fucking nay. Spread some love, spread some peanut butter, spread it all. It's all delicious. And you guys are delicious. We love you. We'll see you later.